Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with The Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and The Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and a call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Woot woot! It's uh, week 20. We're only 30 episodes away from wrapping up this unrelenting expose of my teenage lameness in all its underwhelming glory. Uh, to get things out of the way, we love to remind you of what music was hot and happening in uh, 1989. And this week, we welcome new debuts from Aussie acts like James Rain, The Black Sorrows and Daryl Braithwaite, uh, plus the internationals including Metallica, Cindy Lauper, Bananarama and the Fine Young Cannibals. It was a huge week. Of course, back in 89, we had home phones with both the standard rotary dial and the newfangled and fancy push-button version. There was also public phone boxes literally everywhere. Uh, pages or beepers that you could send a phone number or a short written message to were attached to a lot of people's hips or in their handbag. And of course, I've already mentioned the huge mobile phones that were also hugely expensive back in 89. All of those conversational connections were provided by one company, which was called Telecom. Uh, they had a monopoly and they were only owned by the Australian government until Mr John Howard's Liberal National Coalition began selling it off to Aussie shareholders in 1997. And then in June of 91, Optus was ushered in to become Australia's second telephone carrier. So in 89, telecom was setting the prices and they were expensive. Um, now, Optus used to be called Ossat and they owned satellites and provided television to remote outback communities. And they were also owned by the Aussie government until they were sold off in 91. And of course, telecom would eventually go on to change its name to Telstra in 91. 1995. So many not very fun facts for you to learn on this podcast. Anyway, coming up in this episode, my mum calls to tell me she's booked flights to come visit Karatha. There's a fire in the fuse box while I'm on air. Uh, naturally, I become a nervous wreck as a result, which is kind of the next level up from the nervous person I am on air every shift at this stage. There's more vodka to be inhaled with the usual teenage bravado, and none of my friends seem to be home, even though I keep walking down to the phone box and calling them every Every half an hour to check. <laughs> Anytime you want to calm down, stalker. Uh, once again, it's time to welcome in another one of my besties to help me wade through another week's worth of dismal diarising. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? It's Clarinet Francis Marshall. Oh, what's um, How are you going, Lamo? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that introduction. 
I'm good, babes. You know How are what, you? Though, I, I'm good. I love the fact that I actually get mid-90s history lessons every time. It's brilliant. I, I didn't realise so many things happened while we were joshing about being idiots. I know, right? I never watched the news then. That's for freaking sure. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. That's why I don't, why I don't remember anything. <laughs> well, in 89, I only had two choices, GWN and the ABC. So there wasn't any chance I was ever going to watch the news. No, in 89, I was still in primary school. So, you know. Yeah, right. I shut up. <laughs> Okay, old man. <laughs> now, just uh, reset for everyone. Uh, Claire and I used to work together in the 90s at um, 96FM, which became Triple M, and then at PMFM 92.9 as Bad Boy and the Vixen. And I've got a treat for us and you listening as well. <laughs> it's tenuous saying it's a treat. <laughs> is, this, is this like a this is your life moment? Or? Yes, completely. <laughs> This is an embarrassing portion of your life, at least. Um, <laughs> thanks to Adam Brack, who used to listen to us in Perth in the 90s and came in a, uh, as a guest DJ. And he actually recorded stuff and he's run things off his audio cassettes for us. I will preempt mm. this by saying the quality is fucking atrocious. But oh it'll give you a taster of some of the things we were doing as Bad Boy and the Vixen on air. So without further ado, please enjoy us. And now, with astronomical prizes and brain-numbing questions, it's time for School of Century. And here's your host, Bad Boy Ben. I'm already here. Oh, well, you're a bit exciting, aren't you? No need for me to go, Oh, oh don't. <laughs> Our carryover champion is Catherine from Belmont, and she's very exciting. Uh, Catherine, how is today? It's the cool intelligence, your tool of your school. Oh, I've got the most amazing limo drive today. Uh, really? Yeah. Was the boy who drove <laughs> cute or what? Oh, definitely. He was Married a already. Bunkerat. And this is Troy, and Troy, what did you think of the Prodigy, the fat of the land of their news track, Serial Thriller? Oh, it's a pretty poor excuse for a song, mate. Pretty yeah. ordinary. You're out? Yeah, I think I'd rather hear you masturbate in the shower. <laughs> Okay. Do you do that, Benjamin? Uh, no, because it wastes water and uh, being promoting <laughs> the, uh, the Water Corporation's WaterWise program, I do it in my bedroom. <laughs> All right, this is... Uh, oh, my God. I'm so glad my mother doesn't listen. Uh, this is number 15. It's uh, in the evening. It's Cheryl Lee Ralph. But she has to change your sheets, darling. <laughs> yeah, most certainly she does. I'll send them to Troy's house in future. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, what? Did we actually talk about that on air? That is so bad. And that's low-key stuff that we talked about. Oh, God, that's horrific. <laughs> 100%. That is so blue. No wonder my mother was always so shocked. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that doesn't oh, even take dude. in the uh, Vixen's 12 Inches of Pleasure and how we used to get oh, people to God. moan all the way through it, for oh, Christ's no. sake. I can't even <laughs> believe it. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so let's talk no, no, about no. you and your... <laughs> what happened in 1989, Benjamin? <laughs> Before all the corruption, yeah. <laughs> here's what was happening. <laughs> Uh, this is from Sunday, May 21. It was written at 10.01pm. Hello, great day today. Got up at 5am, showered, at work by 20 past. My shift went really well. The only low being during footy forum. It was very boring. Runs for an hour. Ugh, can you imagine me an hour with a footy show? <laughs> I mean, imagine anybody with that. Amazing. <laughs> well, some people love that kind of thing. But <laughs> well, no, that's true, that's true, that's true. Each no, their okay, own, okay. but God, yeah. kill me. Yeah. Mum rang up at 11 to say they would ring after 12 to talk to me. Huh? 
How does that work? Anyway, she's booked her tickets to come up here. They arrive on the 4th of July at 4.20am in the morning. I think when you say AM, you don't need to say in the morning, do. But anyway. And then I've... Gr- <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this, I've written... Goodness. Oh, hindsight. Yeah, hindsight, exactly. Uh, and then I've written, goodness gracious me, heavens to Mercatroid. Anyway, let's move on. Went to the city and bought some stuff for Tom's birthday, which, of course, is my little brother. Uh, went over to Cindy's house and talked to her until 5pm. Drove her to work and then went to Jan's to feed her cats. Returned her car to the station. Called Nicole, which is my cousin, but she wasn't home. So I called Kerry and Emma and Linda were there too. So we had a massive talk. Now I'm listening to the 5KA tape that Blakely and Stu sent me. Who the fuck are they? See ya. <laughs> See ya. 10.16am. <laughs> I don't know who Blakey and Stu are, but I feel like they might have been the breakfast show on 5KA, but why would they send me a tape? I don't know. I don't know. That's so bizarre. The but mysteries of me. I love, no, but did you actually write that? Yes. Who the fuck to that? Oh, no, I didn't. Who, the who oh. the fuck am, are they is me now saying who, the, now, fuck who yeah. the fuck are they. I didn't actually oh, write that then. <laughs> I love it. Who are these? Who are, who are these, these losers? That have sent me? <laughs> now that I've had 20 weeks of experience, I don't talk to any other radio people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's oh. take in uh, Monday, May 22. This was written at 11.39pm. Well, today I got up at 9.30. Once again, my bloody alarm didn't go off. I reckon it's probably because you don't set it properly, you loser. I uh, got to work just after 10, had no commercials to do, so I did a new release promo and then I got an ad to do. Went into town with Jody to get the lunches. Oh, God, I'm busy. Posted my little bro's birthday present. My shift from 2 to 6 p.m. went really well. Just after 3, Richie and Neville came into the station to wish Topsy a happy 40th birthday. She's the station manager at the Headland station. That's up in uh, South Headland. It was quite funny. Jan came in at just after 5 to ask if I wanted to come over for dinner, which I couldn't knock back. I had... A piece of porterhouse steak with salad and a microwave potato. It was wonderful. Well, see ya, 11.47pm. <laughs> I love that I've added it was a microwave potato because that would have been a revelation to me. You can microwave a potato? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's makes me laugh. <laughs> it's such a name bullshit. There's nothing in either of these two readings I've given you that gives I you... I know, but it's the funniest. <laughs> and anyway, I had a piece of steak and a potato. I mean, I love A microwave potato. A microwave potato. <laughs> it had oh. energy in it. <laughs> All right. It had radiation. It was delicious. It burnt <laughs> as it went down my throat. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, Tuesday, May 23. It was written at 2.05am. Got up at 9am, or roughly that this morning. <laughs> Who fucking cares? I just want to throw this book. I showered and got to work by 10. Had the 2 to 6pm shift again today. So from 10 to 2, I just stuffed around. Had a couple of ads to do, finished them and had nothing to do. So Jan asked me to write an ad for her. So I did that. Then I ran off copies of the regional news for her onto audio tape. 
My shift from two to six went really well. Got home, watched television, and Steve got home just after 12, and we sat up and watched a movie on television called High Anxiety, starring Mel Brooks. It was a great movie. Now to bed. See ya, 2.11am. <laughs> I haven't researched uh, High Anxiety. Maybe that is a... Mel Brooks normally does a good film. I mean, would it have been good? Probably. Yeah, okay. 19-year-old me loved it. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, it's on to May 24. This is a Wednesday and this is written at 1.19am. Today, got up at 9, watched television till 10. <laughs> no one cares. Showered and went into work at 10.30. It's my day off, but I said I'd come in to record a commercial with Steve. Got in at 10.30. When I was ready to record, he was busy. When I was busy, he was ready. So on and so forth. It's a comedy oh of errors. Finally got it done by 1.45. Jesus Christ, my day off and I've wasted a few hours. I went into town, did the weekly shopping, got home and washed the dishes. I bought an electric fry pan today. Oh my God, I used to love electric fry pans. Oh yeah. So I made one of my dad's curries. It was absolutely fabo. Again, how did you not know you were gay? Uh, went to the station a bit later on, recorded some music for mum and came home. Watched television till now. Fell asleep in front of the bloody television, didn't I? And then I've put a question mark and two exclamation marks. See ya, 1.25am. I love that um, I recorded I some it. music for my mum. That would have been, yeah, not me singing or anything. <laughs> Just be running off albums that she loved on a cassette for her. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really thoughtful, Benjamin. I'm so thoughtful. She would, she would have loved that. <laughs> she would have cried. Yeah, she probably would have. <laughs> oh my boy! <laughs> I wonder if he's homesick about me. Um, I have noticed that the letters have dried up. In the first few weeks, my mother was sending me a letter every couple of days, and this last few weeks, I haven't mentioned her sending me a letter at all. <laughs> Time <Amazing>. moves on. <laughs> what, son? Where? All right, let's take in uh, Thursday, May 25. This is written at 12.15am. Hello, today I got up at 9am and I read in bed till about 11. <laughs> oh, wow. You timestamp everything, man. It Time is precise. Timestamp myself to oblivion. It is. <laughs> and also, it's what I, I find quite confusing is that this is written at 12.15am, so how the fuck do I know all these times? Have I notarised them throughout the day? Well, you must have. You must have done something because it seems very weird. Otherwise, are they, you might have looked at the clock, taken some, I don't know, dude. I'm in, I'm, in, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. It's fi- I'm out. I'm figuring you're a bit of a loser. <laughs> I'm, out. I'm out. It's impressive. <laughs> anyway, so I'd been in bed to 11. Great. Let's let's note that time, kids. I got up, watched some television and had breakfast. Watered the front and backyard and swept the backyard paths. Jesus. I washed my dirty clothes and ironed the ones from the week before. By the time I'd done all this, it was about 4.30pm. Watched some television till 6. <laughs> Went down to the public phone box and rang up Nana to wish Tom a happy birthday. Because the party must have been happening at Nan's. Spoke to Tom, Richard, Nana, Uncle Lindsay, Mum and Dad. Went to the station and read my mail. Got a letter from Glenn McFarlane in Horsham. Went back to the phone box and tried to contact Kerry, but she wasn't home. Went home. Tried again 30 minutes later. No again. Tried after another 30 minutes. No again. So I waited, then went to the station, helped Lee with some filing. See ya, 12.22am. Jesus. <laughs> I love how when you wanted to call a friend back then, you basically had to walk to a public phone box 
And if they weren't there, too bad. You can't leave a message. They didn't have answering machines. You just had to keep why didn't trying. You have a, why didn't you have a phone at home? Because it was a share house and it would have cost us a fortune. Oh, right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and in 1990, we did get a phone and it cost us a fucking fortune. Because <laughs> 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 the worst thing is people would make phone calls and then they'd get a job and leave and they're in another state and they you go, mate, you asked $375. It's like, I don't even know who you are, mate. Goodbye. See you later. Yeah. So, yeah. Lots of bills. All right, uh, this is uh, Friday, May 26th. It was written at 11.12pm. Another early night, and then I've written in capitals, ha ha, what a joke. Well, today I slept in until 10. I was half an hour late for work. (laughs) Story of my life. Did a commercial for Pacific Hi-Fi in Perth, and they kept changing their minds as to the contents of the ad, so that each time I played them the updated commercial, they wanted to add something or change the wording. Finally got a finished product, which they were happy with, and then they wanted copies onto an audio tape to use at their expo. Woohoo, I'm famous. Went to lunch at the tavern. My shift from two to six went okay. Only problem being that I was not in the mood for any of it today. Lots of other stuff happened today, but I'm too depressed to tell you about it. Hmm. And I've got five M's on the end of that. Hmm. Comma, see ya, 11.21pm. Oh, depression. What? what? (laughs) (laughs) It's not not funny. What happened? Do you remember? remember? My depression isn't to be shared. Uh, but I can it. tell you every food item I ate, what I did throughout the day, but my depression, no, guys, there's no need to know about that. I got it. We don't need to diarise that one. Too. No, don't give any actual no. content. <laughs> All right, and our final entry for this episode, uh, Saturday, May 27. I've got no idea what time I got. Oh, I've actually written that. There's no time here, but I've written in capitals on the top, Cindy's birthday with two exclamation marks. Fun. Love you, Cindy. Best time. Congrats, Sins. Um, so I've put an arrow to the top of this page and, I, and I've written, no idea what time I got home on Saturday, or rather Sunday morning. Woke up at 5, got to the station by 5.30. My shift went okay. Only problem being that during trading post, we had a fire in our fuse box, which put all our PowerPoints out of business. So we were out of control. And to uh, tell you what kind of control we'd lost, I've put, <laughs> e.g., the control room went down. So we were, and then in capitals, I've got, off air. I was a nervous <laughs> wreck by the time we got back on air. <laughs> Did a number of things after 12. We embarrassed Cindy on air for her birthday. No details about how we embarrassed her. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Rang Kerry and Emma. Rang Kerry and Emma were or was there. That was nice. What? (laughs) I can't understand this. Were you still hammered from the night before? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Rang Kerry and Emma were or was there. I don't know. It makes no sense, mate. Uh, That was nice. Yeah, must have been nice. Went to Cindy's house for Nat's farewell and Cindy's birthday. It was great. Nat and I drank one and three-quarter bottles of vodka between the two of us. I was totally obliterated. But I had a fabo time and that's it. See ya. (laughs) So now we know why there's no time on this entry. I clearly wrote it the following day with a hideous hangover. That is hectic. <sighs> a one and a quarter bottles of vodka between two. That is like, oh, my God. Don't worry. There's an entry coming up in future weeks where we drink not only the bottles of vodka but also B-52s and I list how many bottles we drank during the night. 
<laughs> There's a reason why my nickname in Karatha was Ben Wosley <laughs> because I went to a party and vomited everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, that is coming up in future weeks. Don't go away. It's going to be great. <laughs> God, I love you, Claire. <laughs> I love you too. Babes, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to uh, join me on this. No worries, darling. Good to see you. It's always fun hanging with you. Yeah. I love you. I love you more. All right, now coming up in the next episode, there's another hangover and headache to deal with. Uh, duh. My cheekiness results in another commercial getting rejected, but honestly, what is even cheeky about it? Stand by for more teenage preaching about my superior advertising skills, even though my level of experience at that stage totals just 21 weeks of actual work. There's also more bad spelling, more bitching, more getting pissed, and apparently I even feature in a series of pictures in idiotic poses. Please, may they never resurface. I also deliver a self-described pathetic on-air shift as part of an outside broadcast in a shopping centre, so that's going to be great. Uh, Once again, to help raise Indigenous voices, we like to spotlight a First Nation artist, business or feature. And this time around, it's all about Jaron Street. They're the original and first Aboriginal-owned yoga mat and activewear brand. And they also do towels and their activewear range only recently launched after four years of hard work from them. So if you like to get your namaste on or your tote sporty spice, you need to get around their designs, all decorated with authentic Aboriginal art. You're going to find them at jaronstreet.com.au or on Instagram under jaron underscore street underscore. And that spelling is J-A-R-I-N street. Uh, Props again to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for our theme tune, which I'm just grooving to right now. And also Jezelenko for everything else. Uh, Please subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts. And if you are doing it via Apple, uh, please chuck us up a review. That would help heaps. And if you can't do that, then at least share it with one of your friends. Every little bit helps. And until next episode, I am, of course, loving you from here. Check it later. See ya. Bye.